Welcome into Road to the Draft. Casey Phillips here with senior writer and editor Scott Smith. This is where we talk about all the news that's happening in the Buccaneer world and how it might affect what they do in the draft. We are almost to April now. Yep. It's right around the corner. It always feels like this is about the time where maybe some of the mock drafts start to coalesce exactly. a little bit. People start to get kind of these common themes mm -hmm. for different teams, whereas at the beginning it's kind of all over the place. Yes. So uh, more free agency has happened. We have a lot more evidence and information. So last week I know we talked a lot about some of the lesser likely yeah. things to happen. Do you feel like you're starting to get a sense of what people yeah. view as the more likely scenario? Yes. And part of that involves the inevitable rise of certain positions. So quarterbacks tend to rise. Mm -hmm. um, Offensive tackles, they, they tend to rise as you get closer. And by rise, I mean, if you look at a mock draft, you see them lower one week and then higher the next week. Are they really changing on the boards of teams? Probably not a lot, but just people are getting either better ideas that everybody agrees with or they're getting information. And uh, I'll start with one uh, that came from a guy who's pretty plugged in, Daniel Jeremiah. He's got good sources in the NFL. So a lot of mock drafts you see out there are people basically doing the logical thing. Okay, this team needs a cornerback. Who's the best cornerback available? Some of these guys, though, they can maybe get some bits of information. And so you, you look at their drafts a little bit more like maybe they know something. And Daniel uh, Jeremiah of NFL.com recently put out his, I think it's his first mock draft, and it's an unusual pick. I've seen it a few times, but he had Will Levis, the Kentucky quarterback, falling all the way to the Buccaneers and us taking him at 19. Will Will Levis last till 19? Not on most mock drafts, but it's possible. You know what I'm saying? So um, would the, what you have to think about is would the Buccaneers even consider taking a quarterback at 19? And I honestly think you can't write off the possibility because you have Baker Mayfield on a one-year contract and you have Kyle Trask who you really don't know how it's going to go yet. And are either of them going to be the quarterback of the future? I'm sure both of them are going to try to be, and mm -hmm. hope, you know, hopefully that is the case. Right. But you don't know that for sure. And if you have a chance to add another candidate there, maybe you do it. Yeah. I don't think it's out of the out of the question. I don't think quarterback is the Bucks' number one goal going into this draft in the first round, but I don't think it's out of the question. Yeah. Which, what would you say? So outside of that one, what are some of the ones that do feel like maybe yeah. a more traditional yeah. look based on what the Bucks and probably more likely and more likely might um, be. Uh, you see the offensive tackles, as I mentioned. All this time, it looks like if the Buckner stay at 19, that Northwestern's Peter Skaronsky and Ohio State's Paris Johnson and probably Georgia's Broderick Jones will be out of our reach by then. And so that's why, and we've talked about it in previous weeks, you see a guy like Darnell Wright of Tennessee going to us a lot at 19. But all of a sudden now Darnell Wright's rising too because he, you know, he's a good prospect. Mm -hmm. He could step right in and be a right tackle, and there's a lot of teams that could use that. So now you start seeing him go before 19. So who's next on that list? For most people, it's Oklahoma's Anton Harrison, who is very technically sound guy. Um, he's probably not quite as like strong as some of these guys that would go before him, but he's very technically sound. He does the right thing all the time. Uh, he could step in right away and and be a left tackle for you or a right tackle, depending on what you want to do with. Tristan Wirth. So you see a lot of that. I know that in our Insider this week, we talked about the, the DB position of knowing you've lost, you know, you've already lost Mike Edwards, you've lost Sean Murphy Bunting, you do have your outside corners back, but just in general, do you feel like DB, and I know you always love to talk about that you can never have enough corners. Exactly. I don't know if safety always applies as much <laughs> in your mind, but right. just the DB position overall, do you feel like that's one where based on the whole need versus strength of the draft, is that one that could end up lining up well for the Bucks? Yeah, absolutely. And if you look at it just recent years, Jason Light and company did such a good job, like in the second and third round, drafting one DB after another, multiple ones in the same year. They all stuck around and were starters for four years. Some of them you were able to resign. Some of them, like Mike Edwards and Sean Murphy Bunting, you were not. Um, and so it's at some point it becomes time to reload there. And a guy that 
we've talked about before, but I wanted to mention again because he's all of a sudden really popular for the Buccaneers at number 19 is Alabama safety Brian Branch. And we were talking about this earlier today that the Buccaneers and Todd Bowles was asked about this yesterday at the owners' meetings. Clearly with Carlton Davis and Jamel Dean, the Buccaneers have their outside corners in place for a few years. But who's going to play the slot with Antoine Woodfield now focusing on free safety? Alabama's Brian Branch is really a lot of, a lot of scouts like him because he's very versatile. You can put him at, back there at safety, but you can also play him in the slot. So uh, the Buccaneers don't necessarily have a front-line candidate for that slot position right now. If you could add one through the draft in the first round, plus a guy that could play a couple different positions for you, it could be pretty good value. Well, and in those highlights, we just saw him being a return guy. Yeah, that wouldn't and be bad either. That wouldn't be. I was just thinking, I was like, man, this wasn't what, something we planned on talking about, but that is something that I feel like isn't set necessarily yeah. for the Bucks right. this year. Devin Tompkins finished the season, but is he the is he the one for sure? Yeah. yeah that's, so. If he can add that, that's a whole other reason to draft him. All mm -hmm. right, well, that's going to do it for us on this edition of Road to the Draft. Again, we'll be doing these all the way up until the draft based on everything going on, so come back for another Road to the Draft next time.